0: Welcome to Wheel to Wheel F1. I'm Noah Hicks, joined by Tanner Hicks and Lance Ellington. And we've got a special episode. Yo, we got Kevin Magnuson. He's just signed for Haas. We told you we would get you this special episode as an instant reaction in our last episode. And here we are delivering. We're so dedicated to you guys. Lance, give us your first take on the signing of Kevin Magnuson.
1: So my my one word I'm gonna go with was unexpected. I saw the list of guys, figured they were gonna go veteran, but Magnuson kind of came up, you know, on my radar from what I was hearing and seeing in the last 48, 24 hours, and then all of a sudden he just kind of jumped and got the spot. I thought there was a chance they may even not get their driver to replace Nikita Mazepin till after the testing this upcoming weekend, but here we are with Magnuson. So I'm gonna go with the unexpected. What do you think, Tanner? What What word is your reaction to Magnuson replacing Mazepin?
2: Before I hit that, I just want to comment on something. Don't be confused, listeners. That wasn't a special effects sound effect that we heard earlier. That was Noah going bam, 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 right at the very beginning. So <laughs> good job, Noah. But my reaction to Kevin Magnuson signing was it's a safe one, right? You're going with somebody that's been with the team, that's been – in F1, he has a lot more experience than pretty much everybody else that they were looking back looking at. Uh, obviously, Nico Hulkenberg had, has had a lot of experience in F1, but guys like Pietro Fittipaldi, certainly Oscar Piastri, don't have the experience, and so getting a guy that's more experienced to put next to Mick Schumacher in a Haas car, not, not NASCAR, a Haas car, uh, they're hoping can make some waves in this 2022 season is probably a fair move. You know, who knows on the contract details, whether they expect to keep him past the season, uh, really, whatever. But it's fun to see him back in the sport. Definitely a safe move by Haas. though, was my initial reaction.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I, I think I think safe is the good word there as 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 well as what, what was yours, Lance? Mine was unexpected as well as unexpected. It did come out of left field. I mean, they were looking at Pietro Fettipaldi, their reserve driver. Turns out he's really just destined to be a reserve driver, which might be his ceiling based off of what I was reading about his experience in formula racing. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's like a little warm blanket, you know, he's, it's kind of like a cuddly bear as, as, as close to a cuddly bear as a Danish man can get like Kevin Magnuson, you know, he's, he's a safety blanket. They, they want to put the safety blanket over the kind of risk and inexperience that is Mick Schumacher. And, uh, and, and so they went with the guy who knew, knew Haas, knew the team, knew, you know, all the inner workings of that constructor. And so, yeah, they went Kevin Magnuson and, Didn't go for another experienced guy who was still an F1 and Nico Hulkenberg because they they wanted that guy with experience. Um, Any extra thoughts, boys?
1: I guess talking about his experience, just to give a quick overview, you know, he raced for McLaren in 2014, 2015, Renault in 16, and then went to Haas and was with Haas, you know, 17 to 20 all the way up until last year where they you know, went with that younger driver lineup of Schumacher and Mazepin, and now he's back just after being one year removed with the team. And what I find really funny, and I, I wish I had Twitter in front of me to give credit to whoever pointed this out, is this was a masterclass of a move by Haas, right? They pull in Mazepin in 2021 and all his sponsor money, and they say, you know what? We're going to spend all this money on the 2022 car,
2: Oh, my god! And
1: you're not going to get to see this car, though, right? We're going to put it all there. And he's has really bad rookie year. You know, he's not great. People don't think he deserves the spot. And then, bam, the opportunity arises to kick him out the door and bring back a veteran driver to take advantage of all the money that was given to Haas and in the new car. What do you think, Tanner?
2: Uh, that's galaxy brain right there. That's galaxy brain thinking by Haas. They definitely – Saw this Russia Ukraine thing coming, and uh, used Mazepin as their scapegoat. So, uh, galaxy brain, I guess, is the best way you can describe us right now. <laughs> the American teams are bad. I don't know <laughs> where would that come from. <laughs> Never know. Yeah, who, Not would, our first who would do a
1: podcast? Who would do a podcast that shits on American teams as Americans? Couldn't be us. Genius.
0: Don't listen to episode one, guys. <laughs> but, but please listen to episode one. <laughs> it would be yeah. much appreciated. Anyways, no.
2: one thing I wanted to, to note on Noah, you're calling Kevin Magnuson a safety blanket. Haas might see him that way. I'm 99% sure that the rest of the grid is terrified because Kevin Magnuson is a wrecking ball of a driver, even more so than anybody else on the grid. All of the drivers describe him as the scary one to drive against just because he's a little bit reckless. So, you know, obviously we we love to see safety out there and drivers stay safe, but uh, hopefully we get to see some fireworks in 2022.
1: Whoa, whoa, fireworks. Whoa, that sounds dangerous. I think we'll probably see some fireworks on the track maybe, but definitely not from Haas winning any races with Magnussen is, uh, is going to be my guess. One thing I'm interested about, though, is last year we saw Mick, you know, going up against Mazepin, another rookie. It'll be interesting to see how he does going up against someone with a bit more experience in Formula One. I think it's going to help, you know, if Haas, you know, is still towards the back of the track, back of the grid. It's going to help us give a better reading on how Mick is as a driver. And I'm excited for that. You know, at the very least, I think that's what Magnussen is going to bring to the table.
0: Yeah, agreed. And I think if if Mick wanted a teammate who who would move over at all times, uh, as opposed to Mazepin, he didn't really get that in Kevin Magnuson. He, he's getting a guy who who does push it to the limit, like both of you said. He really really goes for for quote unquote gaps, whether or not they really exist. And I think it'll be fun to see on the grid if the Haas car can compete. then he'll he'll really be challenging and racing against these these other drivers, which will be fun. I mean, a lot of times at the back of the grid, you don't see a lot of great racing, but, but now we have an experienced driver and Kevin Magnuson coming in who does like to race. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a fun signing, uh, de- definitely excited about the prospects of him over a reserve driver like Pietro Fittipaldi.
2: Yeah, agreed. And I think, It'll be really interesting to see how Haas think about their driver pairing this year. I mean, we all know at the back of every team principal's mind is who's my number one driver and how am I going to prioritize getting them the better results? And it'll be really interesting to see how Haas managed the, this situation, how they manage the ego and the experience and the age of Kevin Magnuson, who, you know, is going to come back expecting to do well like he did before versus managing the expectations of a young, potentially the future of their team in Mick Schumacher. So it'll be really interesting to see how they parse it out between the two, shall we say. Well, well
0: everyone, we've given you our instant reaction before we close out. Boys, who wins, Kevin Magnuson or Mick Schumacher? Lance, what do you got?
1: I think Mick Schumacher is the winner here. And I'm going with Mick is because it gives him an opportunity to prove his skill. And this may be premature on my on my prediction, but I think he's gonna outperform Magnuson and gonna get a lot more credibility in the sport of Formula One and a bit more to his own name rather than
2: just off of his dad's name. So that's why that's what I'm going with. Tanner, we agreeing. No, I'm going to go with Kevin Magnuson on this Ooh. one. I'll hit a little bit more on this when we hit to, to preseason predictions podcast. But um, I, I, I have faith in, in Magnuson's experience as a driver. He's proved himself before, uh, and he's proved himself in a halfway decent car before. We haven't seen Mick in a halfway decent car yet. So um, right now I'm just going with a proven commodity. Definitely not something I'm super confident about yet, though. I'll give y'all my take.
0: I think Mick Schumacher takes this one like Lance. I think he takes it in qualifying. I think it's going to be a comfortable victory in qualifying. I think it's gonna be closer on track, but I think Mick takes this one as well. I think you know, Kevin Magnuson has taken a year off, but I think I think Mick can show his stuff this year and if he if he does outperform Kevin Magnuson, People will, be, people will be looking his direction to, to move to a better team going forward.
1: No, I, I, I agree. And I think Magnuson, you know, maybe he knows he's a one-year rental kind of deal, right? Kind of last second guy plug in to get by where make maybe racing with a bit more of a chip and a bit more future looking, you know, again, we don't know the details of the contract, but just some speculation there. Well, I think that wraps up all the thoughts that we have on this new Magnuson signing and replacing Mazepin with Haas for the 2022 season. So just a reminder, all our team review episodes are live. So be sure to check them out and give them a listen ahead of the season starting here in March. And also on the next episode, next full episode from once you hear this, it will be our preseason prediction pod, walking through a variety of predictions and rankings and much more. As always, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to support it, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, follow us on Twitter at F1Wheel2Wheel. And that's the checkered flag for today. We'll see you next time on the Wheel-to-Wheel F1 Podcast.